In today's episode, you are going to be hearing from Arij. She is a nurse who has taken control of her retirement and her kids' college fund. And I love her approach to doing this because I feel like as nurses, when we get hired, we sign the paperwork and we really have no idea what our retirement looks like. So she is going to shed some light on that today. She's going to share with you about how nobody is going to care about your life savings as much as you do and how investing is an ongoing learning experience. And so she really offers some advice today and empowers you as a nurse, as a healthcare professional, to take control of your savings and your retirement and your future. And she shows you how you can learn to put your money and your savings in companies that you truly believe in. And this way of creating passive income can be intimidating. So Listen to Arish today as she breaks it down and makes it seem super simple. I hope you get encouraged today. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants. We're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest on today and I'm going to let her introduce herself. She is an RN and a mom and she's got some exciting things to share with you guys about investing um, when it comes to investing in your retirement and a kid's college fund and how you can generate passive income um, in the stock market. So I'm just going to hand it over to you, Ari. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So uh, my name is Arij. I have been a nurse, a registered nurse for over 12 years now. Um, So I started, um, so I was raised here in Toronto, Canada, and um, I went to school here and I graduated, did uh, two years, my first two years I did was um, here in downtown Toronto. And and I need to tell you this because what happened is that first two years of full-time working as a nurse i um i like i remember all my money just went to paying my my debt okay um i remember saying to my dad nope don't ask for any money nope don't i'm not paying for anything i need to pay this debt um so it took me over two years and a half but i did nothing like we're talking about no movies no (laughs) vacations or whatever that's all i did um and then i got the opportunity to go to the middle east and work two years there and I decided um, you know what I'll probably be able to save so much money what was amazing about me doing that was um, there was not much to do there Um, so really my money that and everything was paid off I'm talking about um, rent I remember my place had a pool Um, they had like their trips was uh, literally like going to I remember the nurses when we would come together 
the way they would talk about like hey do you want to go to egypt this weekend yeah why don't we go to china hey no no why don't we go to australia i'm like well this is some a whole different type of learning yeah <laughs> and i realized it's because we were saving money it was amazing i remember this one girl was eating something and she was like oh what are you eating she was like oh um i forgot what dish it was it was like oh i'm eating this um it's uh, it, it's an egyptian dish we always make it and then she's like oh why don't i go to egypt and eat that she's like why i'll make it for you but the point is it was just so amazing to be able to talk about that because money was never an issue there okay in that two years i was able to how do i tell you like um i was able to easily uh save money and and buy like a house for my parents in in sudan and but what was amazing yeah, yeah and, and now when i but it, it wasn't and then what i did is and not only that uh it was like i wasn't constrained like i didn't feel i couldn't go anywhere i was still traveling i remember going to the manager there and saying hey there's this conference coming can uh before i could even finish she's like okay fine arrange um you can go uh three days i'll pay for you um and she will not only pay for my conference but she would give me the day off and i get overtime overpay so with that money i was like hmm which country do i want to go to so just like it was uh when we're talking about saving wise oh my god it was amazing so i did that but came back with a little bit because i already bought the house i came here back to canada and that money that i had a little that saved me for maybe six months and i had to go back to work and until now for 10 years i was never able to save money again i couldn't like the money that i was making had to now I got married have kids and the money now is going to bills and rent like it was just so many things that i was like wow i have to do something about this you know so i yeah. love what you're doing this is definitely we need this and us being nurses we know like we're in it for the job it's not for the money so in order like if it i mean i know now it's not for the money because my neighbor is a doctor and she's able to still do what she's doing and has a nanny i love doing nursing but i can't do it because i have kids and i can't afford a nanny i, I can't like it doesn't work i'm like oh wow we're definitely not getting the pay the money that we deserve i think so yeah i was gonna um touch on when you shared your story about being in the middle east it really there was this light bulb moment for me it was that you had freedom yeah. because you weren't weighed down by any debt or any constraints it gave you freedom and so i think like that's the underlying message here with creating passive income is to be able to have that not only time freedom but that financial freedom because when you have that financial freedom it allows you to do these other things whether you want to volunteer your time or like you said travel or whatever that is it just frees up your schedule and you know, working in the healthcare environment, you are often kind of slave to your schedule. You're working 12 hour shifts and maybe that's night shift and that's working on holidays and working on weekends. So what would that be able to do for you and your family if you could go per diem? Maybe you love being a nurse, but what if you could have the freedom to say, okay, I'm gonna work these two days a week and that's it. You're not tied down to a schedule. So that's really like what this is all about. So I love that you shared that story because I think so many people can relate to that. It's like, I don't want to work holidays. I don't want to work weekends. I want to be able to travel and spend time with my family and do the things that life is all about, you know, and that is so awesome. So I do want you to dive into 
um, how you were able to take your investments, kind of took control of them and where you placed your investments versus maybe having your investments managed by your workplace and how you were able to generate so much more money in one year versus five years with the hospital. So if you'll share a little bit about that with us. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when I graduated, we started. I started off um, in that ho in that particular hospital. And as usual, what happens is you just sign your paper, and basically, don't worry, guys. I mean, you know, it's like we're gonna take that money and we're gonna, you know, uh, grow your retirement um, fund. Now, I didn't think of it, nothing of it. Like I'm like, okay, let's just work and and you know, do what I can and all that stuff. But then I realized when I went to a different, when I had to move to a different city uh, in Saskatchewan, like another place, what happened is I realized, somebody told me, did you, what are you doing with that retirement, you know, with that money? And I was like, I don't know, what are they doing? They're growing it for me. So she started asking me these questions. And I thought to myself, um, why don't I look into that? Like, why can't I do it? Why do they feel they have to do it? Now, okay, so within that eight years, they they gave me that money. And, and I remember it was with a little hesitation, like, why are you taking it? I'm like, I want to take control, but we are doing, we're going to do it for you. I'm like, yeah, but I can do it too. And, and all of that stuff. And I remember once I've learned what, a, once I knew what I know, I took that fund and I transferred it in a place where now I am in control. So it's a self-directed retirement fund where I am now, I see where my money's going. I see how it's growing. And in that eight years that they took to make that money for me, I was able to match it in one year. Wow. And I realized, wait a second, you know, so when I found this out, I was like, and, and the thing is, when I asked them, where are you guys putting my money? They couldn't tell me where. And, and to me, me being Muslim, it's very important that I don't support places that has alcohol or places that casino or pork or just, just some beliefs that, I'm, that I don't want to support. So now with this, it feels so good because because I know where that money's going. Mm -hmm. I love, like there was this one, like me being, you know, us being in the healthcare, I'm supporting a, a company that actually creates those mechanical valves and that creates these MRI stuff. I'm like, I love that. I would love to support that. So now it's like, I look into the company and, and now when I look at where my retirement, where my money is going, it feels so good that now I'm contributing on these companies. Mm -hmm. They're benefiting, so am I. Yeah, so, no, I was gonna ask you, the typical situation is is when you go and you're employed by a hospital, you get X amount of dollars taken out of your check yeah. automatically yeah. to go to a retirement fund. In the United States, we call it a 401k. And so the hospital's kind of in a sense in control of that, where your money goes. So what you what you have done is when you change jobs, you took the money that had accrued from the hospital that you were at for eight years, you put it into a personal retirement fund. And now do you automatically draft the money from your account into the personal like retirement account every month? Is that what you do? Um, exactly. So what I will do now is whatever money I am making, I am now able to divide it up and I could even make it automatic um, or I can just do it myself where it's very important for all of us to understand that whatever money you receive, it's not necessarily yours, right? So that's why, because what, in the end, I'm going to pay the mortgage, I'm going to pay the bills, and I'm going to pay the food. So what is yours? So when you yes. get, when you see that money, I want you to say, okay, pay me first. I'm going to take that part, mine. Now what's left, I'm going to pay everything else. That's number one. Now, once that happens, you need to choose a platform 
um, that allows you to basically you do your own trading your own and and honestly I want things so simple I don't want to I mean there is the option uh, like option trading and daily trading and all I'm not I'm not about that I'm all about uh, like I love the long-term investment so I, I focus so much now on a kids education fund and the retirement fund and and of course most importantly is having like just sort of like an emergency fund you know yeah whatever you're making for a month times it by three and, and make sure you have that actually ideally that should be your first because you can also grow that and put that yes. into putting stock like buying stocks on that i started off with that and then um then after that i took that actually when i pulled out the money and i put it in as a for my retirement fund so then when i chose the platform that i want and, and they're all online now i can choose the bank the, the bank can do it for me but i don't want anyone to do it for me the other reason i realized these financial big financial institutions when i started to look into the representative they were regular people like us like one has a science degree the other has their arts degree i'm like what's that what do you know that i don't know so i was like so i started to research i'm like no i want my money out i'm doing it myself so and then in the end i realized okay so i took that platform that i want and i don't want to you know choose that particular one just research which one i chose one and then from there i said nope don't do it for me please i want to be able to control they were like okay that's called self-directed i'm like okay they're like which one do you want i'm like i want to do the one for emergency fund and then i want to do the retirement fund and then i want to do that then i had the one in the hospital to transfer all that money there and there, once I had that amount, now it gave me time to look at things life differently. I started to like even eat a chocolate and I'm like, do I want to support this company? You know, or I started to like use a, you know, like a toilet paper. Do I like them? Or Johnson Johnson, do I want to do them? So now it's nice to be able to say, I believe in this. Are they, are they public or is it a private fund? Like, do I want to support something like that? So, so I'm going to dive in exactly how, how I do it. Should I? Ready? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the first thing I'll do is, wait, before that, I want you to understand something. These big, you know, these financial institutions and the hospital where they take all that money and say, don't worry, we're going to take care of that. They have, of course, dealing with a lot of people. We're talking about the firemen, the police, the teachers, you know, us nurses and all that. So they take everybody's money. And they basically, what they have is they have different pools that they, they put in their money, like different companies. They cannot tell you exactly where that money goes. Some will say, you know, we, we won't do things like, you know, support like smoking because we don't support that with health. They'll, they'll give you like a general idea. But the point is, once they find a stock that they like, a company that they like, they put in all that money in. But then what happens? is if it wasn't a good time and they bought it anyways things go down but you don't know anything about it and you probably don't even look at it every day so no one's really stressing and they're not stressing because it's not their money and you're not stressing right. because you have no idea right so in the end you're just like it, it, you know what it is it's like us nurses we're, we're filling our bucket with money but there's so many holes and we don't even see it <laughs> it's just dripping out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now what i want you to understand is these big institutions when, and when they put that money it takes them a really long time for that process it takes i think i, I believe it was about two weeks basically weeks because it's a lot of money for them to accept as they realize oh wait that was not good we got to get out of this stocks it takes them weeks to get out now this yeah. is this is a really good thing to know because if i decide it's not a good idea i should get out of this company now because they're losing and they're going to lose my money too i can get out in a second 
that's a big deal because then knowing oh my god the big guys are leaving what's going on you can research up by yourself and be able to save that money that you have so now um having said that uh so what i did is that once i had that money in there it was a push for me to say oh my god i have to do something about it i can't just leave it there because we know that one thousand dollar now will not be the same one thousand dollar a year from now right can you everything is becoming expensive so you have to grow what you have so the first thing i do is i pick a company a stock that i believe in that i like okay then from there in what are they like what is the company about what's their vision what's what are what are they all about and and not just pick a company because i like what they do but more of what's their audacious goal like what's something huge that they want to come up that i'm like oh yeah i could see them being i want to see them the next 20 years i don't want to be part of that and say you know what that's my company too because when you're putting that money in you're literally like owning part of them so it's amazing like you like just yesterday I got all these companies put my stocks in where they're giving me all these booklets and updates of okay guy where you know can you vote part of the voting process so you're part of that you can see that you're part of that decision making it feels so good to be part of that mm-hmm. so first choosing your company then after that uh looking into their management because the company can be great but if the management is really bad they can pretty much bring bring everything down right so yeah. and this is all public so everything is so easy to find on the internet when you hear about all these hedge funds what they talk about before everything was paperwork it was so much work um now really you guys it's so much easier um online so you just go on the website you look at the financial advisor and then you see all these management and you just read about them what do they do so are they family men are they into all about you know work and what kind of people are they and who's 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 supporting them then you sort of get an idea how are they taking care of their employees like um i like costco a lot of us go on Costco how are they taking care of their employees what they have great benefits what they have this so it's like oh I like the way they that the way they take care of their employees and you know what it comes to a point that people actually even go to their nearest Costco and they will say hey do you like working here how is that management what so they even go they really dive in and, and especially for those they when they're putting like millions of dollars they then get hired there to just really see how they're working like to just mm-hmm. give an idea of how in they go in so then uh from that you want to see their moat their competition what's their competition what makes them so special what's their secret like so we think like uh, coca-cola and pepsi they have you know their ways of how they're making that juice right or that drink or com- and, and who are they competing and if anything happens are they able to stand over that so you, so it's not just about i like it that's it no you really want to go deep into that then you want to look the most important thing is their debt do they have lots of debt and are they paying mm-hmm. it? Because time like this, for example, with COVID, imagine you you like a company, and then all of a sudden their debt is so high that whatever their uh, whatever they're earning, it their debt equals to ten times ten years of it. And you're like, no, no, no. You want to get you don't want to invest in something like that because they're uh, of course they're mine so much of that debt. So you want to make sure that it's a company that doesn't have that much debt. And the last thing, which is the most important thing, is margin of safety. Find out how much. Okay. Just because you like a company and the management is great and you know what their competition is 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 great and oh what and there's no debt that it costs three hundred and four dollars for one stock is that a good one i don't know and that's where that research comes in because you need to find out is this is it overpriced and most likely most of the time it is so now you have to keep an eye and find out well what should it be what would be considered on sale and that's the key 
is, for example, buying something that's, let's say it's 304, but when this whole COVID thing happened, I'll give you an example. Uh, okay, I'll give you an example. There was this one Invisalign. When, one was the Invisalign, for instance. When, when this whole uh, COVID happened, nobody was going to the dentist. Nobody was fixing their teeth. So everything yeah. crashed. And then, you know, yeah. I think, I'm like, hey, should I buy it? And then I was like, what was I thinking? I should have bought it because, so that's the time when it went really, let's say like $90. And I should, at that time, that's when I should have bought like with all the money I got, because in the end people came out of their senses and realized, oh wait, we are gonna go, everything is fine. And then the stocks went up again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's the whole point is finding that moment that people start panicking and they're like getting out. And then that's when you're like, no, 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 no. This is actually good. I, I researched already and it's actually pretty good. No, you need to buy more of it. So I realized that looking at the stocks, when you go to, uh, you know, Yahoo Finance and you just see all these different stocks and, and see the companies that you're interested in, what you see is not necessarily reflective of the company. It's what the big guys are doing to it. It's what they're putting in. It's what they're putting out so we cannot get freaked out and say oh my god um look at how high it is because in the end once you do your own research you know that wait this is actually a good company it's just right now it's overstocked let's just wait when things are anything can happen it's like the way it's described is the market is like bipolar you don't know <laughs> how it is so and and it's like if you're able to stay calm and just i know when i want to get in and i know when i get out then you're good so when I buy stock, I buy it once and I look at it maybe once a month, not even honestly, every once every three months or so. My goal is that to let it stay there for another five to 10 years. I don't want to touch it. I will only like unless something huge happen and I know it's going down. So I'll only go and look at it if I want to add more if I want to buy more and, and things like that. Yeah. So no, I love that you are in this for the long term, And so I think that's a huge piece for listeners to realize is that when you explain it, it sounds like it can be risky. So it's like, Oh, you know, what if this stock goes down, but then, then it goes up and then it can be like having that mindset going into it is that this is for the long term, And so it's the same thing as you investing or getting that X amount of dollars taking out of your check bi-weekly or whatever that is that your employer but you are taking that same amount and you're putting it in a place where, like you said, you have control over it. You can invest and you can put your money where it aligns with your beliefs, your values. And so that kind of gives you that freedom. You kind of take that freedom back to know that I'm in control of my money and then really thinking about it for the long term. You had mentioned that nobody will care about your life savings as much as you do. So <laughs> really taking that into consideration and it's the truth. Other people don't have a problem spending your money. So you have to really take control. And I wanted you to kind of share with us as nurses and healthcare professionals, I think we can oftentimes be intimidated by investing our own money and it can seem scary and it can seem like it's a risk, but can you just give us some advice or maybe some top tips or strategies if this is something that we are going to be basically growing our net worth with that would kind of ease our minds when it comes to kind of taking this on ourselves so um i want you to think of it this way if the hospital you're in or wherever you're in if they're willing to match you know whatever you're putting in that's a really good reason to 
stay and fine mm-hmm. you're gonna match it and then you can still do your own you're like okay well because i will have my own another retirement you know fund where i will control and the other thing i want you to look into is i want you to look at the uh, financial institution like their buildings what if they're so nice and the way the you know they're dressed and, and things like that um they're not just taking your money and, and making it grow they're using it in their pocket as well so just understand that and that's why because I, I was surprised when they gave me a number they in the end it shrank because it was like oh yeah because then we have to pay myself and the company and this and this and this so but when you're investing it yourself you're it's all on you it's all yours right so this is important to realize the other thing is it i honestly like things simple so i don't spend a lot of time the most like i my research will be long it'll be just so i could find out a little bit more and get really hyped up about the company that would maybe take me the thing is i could understand because when you're working and stuff you feel like oh do i have that much time do i want to do that but even in your downtime just sitting down and just going into you know a company that you like and you just start researching about it hey you know what i I like what they're doing how much is their stocks now start to look into all right what does that mean now i'll tell you who my person that i paid money to learn from and my mentor was phil town so what i did is i started off with his daughter so his daughter uh, daniel town she was um, a lawyer and what happened is she realized that the money going and she was just getting all this going through all these stress and she started to talk about it so she's like okay well i have the money should i put it under the bed but wait that's not going to grow should i give it to somebody who may grow if i lose it all he won't care but i will what do i do so then she realized i should turn to my dad who's like a big hedge fund manager and he does this whole thing so now uh, after reading her i was like whoa that is so true so then i started to look into Town, and then i started reading his books and then i realized oh my god now he was then started teaching about this whole thing about you know long-term investing and all that and then from there i realized that's what i'm gonna do that's simple i can research my own i could do that and from there he made it so easy to be able to understand that now i can easily if you can tell me which company um, i should look into i'll say oh really okay give me uh, 15 minutes i will quickly do my own research and from there i will see honestly in maybe in five minutes i can tell you if this is probably worth my time to invest or not that's it easy as that so i don't think we make it so complicated because we don't know much about it but mm-hmm. really i think once you just sort of just start i want you to just be open to it just open in, in learning about it and you'd be surprised how much you know if we can go through nursing school and yes. go through what we're going through trust me this is actually like amazing it's it's a really good thing and you don't have to keep researching it's just just a one-time thing and then you can look at it once a month and you're done and just the feeling of i'm taking care of myself and my kids fund and seeing it grow it's such an amazing feeling because it's easy that we can get money and we don't even know where the money is going so my suggestion is starting off by just reading books one was i mentioned was a rich dad poor dad uh, by mm-hmm. robert kiyosaki that was it really opened up your mind of just how to think about money and, and how we're working and things like that invested by daniel a town so that made me really think about oh my god i gotta do something about this like it's true what is happening with the money and somebody else is taking care of it so it really got me thinking then from there i started to look in her father which was uh phil town and then i started reading his book then i learned that there's a podcast on that and it's basically daniel and phil talking every day about stocks and then from there um i started learning about uh, another book called uh, shakeable by tony robbins and, and all of that made me feel like oh it's not too bad i could do this 
Yes, I love that you shared those books because I think that's the part that's going to take that fear out of it is just being able to educate yourself in it because it's intimidating when you don't know, but when you start to learn and I love how you break it down super simple that it seems obtainable. You know, it's no longer scary. You kind of get over that fear of being intimidated when you start to educate yourself. So I love that you shared those books. So as we wrap up today, I want you to just tell listeners where they can find you. And if you're on social or if you have an email where they can reach out to you, if they have any further questions. Sure. Uh, my email, um, a.ahmed, A-H-M-E-D dot R-N at gmail.com. Or just um, follow me on Facebook, um, Arij Ahmed or LinkedIn. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all your knowledge and thank you for sharing it with the listeners. I know they're going to love it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.